How's your baby doing? Baby's doing good, Dr. Chapa. How are you doing today, Dr. Chapa? Hey, it's Taco Tuesday. And Cinco and de Mayo. And I'll just say, don't forget it, Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> We're going to have a good show today. Um, if you're on Facebook, if you're watching this or listening back on the podcast, that's awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune in. However, you get your information and your your fix of Dr. Chapa. We're going to kick it on the FM. And we're going to get into this. This is KHEA Radio. Good morning. This is KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM. It's 9.06 a.m. on a Tuesday. I have Dr. Aaron Chapa with Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center here in studio where we are going to be learning about health, nutrition, and just learning how to survive on a Taco Tuesday that just happens to be Cinco de Mayo um, it's this is what we've trained for, Doctor Chopper. I'm telling you, dude, can it be that we've got Taco Tuesday, Cinco de Mayo, like that collided in in the midst of a, a national global pandemic quarantine named coronavirus? I, I mean, Corona. Uh-huh. <laughs> See, Gary's already rocking the dad jokes. I yes. like it. I like it, man. Yeah, I have three kids, and it's been hard to survive keeping them home. You know. From school and all this other stuff, but right, right. I think we're getting the hang of it. I think. I mean, do you think y'all? I mean, is it is something you want to continue? No, I, I want <laughs> I want life to get back to where it was uh, as soon as it can be, and my kids to go. I mean, it's it's already almost summer, and we've kind of made that decision where if he gets his school, my son, I have one son in school, and if he gets his work done, that's cool. If not, it's not worth fighting and crying and arguing and like just. You know, getting upset about it. it's like, oh, I go to sleep. Hey, maybe we'll get to it tomorrow. Right. Probably not, but we'll turn it in as it goes because I'm not set up for this. My wife's not set up for this. My newborn baby's not set up for this. It's just we're not set up for it. Well, you know, it, it, it it's uh, it's one of those things. It doesn't always fit, but at the end of the day, who knows your kid better? Uh, you guys, you know, I think are are more equipped than you realize, and I think that, um, you know, I am always thankful. That the uh, uh, the assurance of victory is that you know God will never tempt us beyond what we are able, but will always make a way of provision so that we may uh, be able to bear it uh, during these times. And and uh, there's some there's also you know that opportunity to I go back to that I think people have enjoyed, and that I have enjoyed just mm-hmm. observing myself is that how many people are out and about uh, riding bicycles, walking running and just meandering you know through the neighborhoods and it is such a cool thing to have a beautiful sunny morning or a sunny afternoon and you can just feel like like a relaxed energy in the air that I think was overdue and well needed and yesterday even in the office I noticed that patients coming in I'm starting to see businesses opening up you know more 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 and more places opening up and you can just feel the excitement. I mean, uh, the the uh, uh, the beaches were packed on Sunday. I think um, it was Saturday. I can't remember which picture I saw. I saw pictures and video. It looked like I mean, it was as, a holiday it, weekend or something. You know, like yeah, a lot of folks. Absolutely. Which I avoid those situations already. I'm not trying to sit in traffic for for five minutes. Abs- me neither. Know? Me neither. But and and the reality, I wouldn't have gone to it that anyway myself. Holiday weekend, uh, but. It is what I'm getting at is like just people wanting, you know, yearning uh, to be outside in the sunshine uh, where they can just receive more of God's goodness and and 
enjoy their 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 family you know enjoy their family in a different setting you know they, they say absence makes the heart grow fonder right so you know we are not haven't been able to do much over the last eight to ten weeks and now all of a sudden the doors of life are starting to open back up and you can almost just feel that tension that we've all had building releasing and i think it's well needed but i also think that it's been well needed that people kind of reassess and reprioritize where they're at in the grand scheme like you know was it um as all the the chasing the schedules and 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 driving ourselves you know nuts trying to keep up with the joneses necessary or is it kind of been nice just to not have you know uh seven practices this week or you know a new meeting to hit up or go to this week and uh, i think that people have enjoyed it and I, based on what conversation i'm hearing in the office uh, people love working from home i even heard a story one company um they decided that they, they were going to let some of their people uh come in later because they're more productive than they they were at the office at home yeah they're like getting more stuff done well like they get this people are not feeling like they have to hit that rush hour traffic coming into the town i mean that's a level that's a level of stress in and of it in and of itself that i don't know how people deal with you know what i mean and 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 Everything that comes to health and wellness comes down to your stress factors. If your stress factor meter is too high, it will alter all aspects of your heart function, your immune function, your sleep function. And so today, you know, as we kind of launch into our topic of conversation, uh, we wanted to talk about sleep. It's Sleep is just one of these factors that if you are overly stressed and the stress buttons don't get resolved by the end of your day, you typically go to bed anxious or mentally um, angst, and your your system never truly gets into a point where it can shut down effectively and allow your body to do what it's supposed to do during the night cycle. The night cycle is a necessary issue that pops up that we all don't really really uh, fully appreciate uh, because we don't understand and even those of us that understand it better than others don't truly um, understand what happens during the sleep cycle that is so valuable but think about it your whole body has to turn the dials down to get you into a subconscious state so that stuff happens while you're sleeping and we to the you know untrained eye it's just a, another day in paradise like we just go to sleep we have a few dreams and then we wake up in the morning and we repeat wash and rinse you know what i mean mm-hmm. and and but there's so much that happens during the sleep state that we will be able to talk about today so at living well clinical nutrition center we help a lot of people with a lot of different situations whether it's uh, you know, emotional, psychological issues, whether it's uh, whether it's biochemical, uh, digestive issues, or hormonal headaches, or allergens, or whether di- uh, uh, whether skin problems, whether baby's health or elderly health. There's all kinds of patients that choose to come and get the workups that we offer because all life starts and stops at the cellular level, and nutrition is the fundamental backbone that drives us to success or causes our body to crash and spiral out of control and it b- baffles my brain how often and how frequent a person can be out of control by their own choices 
and we want to help people make better choices and give them alternatives to drugs and surgery so that they can live well, be well, and stay well one bite at a time every day of their life, all the days of their life here on this earth, and they can be fully functional in spirit, mind, and body. So Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center wants to be your number one health resource for education, your number one health resource for uh, information to apply to your life to make your life better, your kids' lives better, and your future generations better. I think it's just a great, great thing. So give us a call, 281-554-8600 if you have questions or would like to be um, you know, more up-to-date with the things that we're doing. Dr. Chapa, whenever it comes to sleep, my view on it has changed. I remember being a kid, I didn't want to go to sleep. I thought I was going to miss something. I wanted to stay up all night playing video games. I wanted to stay up and just do nothing, right? Maybe, I don't know what I wanted to do, but now that I'm older... You're probably playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Playing whatever. (laughs) It didn't matter. I was trying to find anything to do besides going to sleep. Now, I appreciate sleep just a little bit more. Um, Sometimes I can go to sleep quick. Sometimes it takes a little bit, you know, and it's it's almost like work. Um, I know one thing you've said in the past is like making it completely black, giving yourself like a good environment, and then making sure you have the right nutrients so that way your body can do what it needs to do whenever it is it is nighttime and you're not putting in work um you know in, in different ways so well um, sleep you know i think the um we we all have we all have patterns of sleep uh and and i call it sleep hygiene and we need to learn more about what sleep hygiene means for us individually because when you start doing the research on sleep hygiene, you start realizing that what works for one person doesn't necessarily work for another. What we do know about sleep is that sleep is it runs on hour-and-a-half intervals. And these hour-and-a-half intervals is where your body reaches you know, the four stages of sleep and REM sleep, and your body goes through uh, these different repeating cycles every hour-and-a-half all through the night. But interesting, there are things that you can do to start programming your sleep cycle. Number one, you want to get your body uh, to, uh, you want to recognize that it's not just simply I'm tired and I can just lay down and go to sleep. Because I've got patients that come in and they say the minute they lay down in bed to go to sleep, so that means they've already brushed their teeth, they've already taken their bath, they've already done this, that, and the other, and they crawl in bed and they start getting restless legs or they start getting um, cramping in the legs. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And 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 they go, why would that happen? Like, why? I don't understand. Like, uh, I'm tired. I should be ready to go to sleep, but my you know my body's achy. Well, that's a indicator that the buttons that got pushed to put you into a deep sleep state didn't have enough resources to fully engage you into a sleep cycle, and so your body isn't shutting down appropriately so it's very important that you recognize that it's not just simply a a situation of hey i'm tired i'm going to sleep there are dials that have to be managed i always like attribute it to um you know where obi-wan kenobi is walking on uh, one of the the ships of the enemy line and he's sneaking around and they're pulling down these different dials so that he can lower the, the shield so that we can get access to it from the outside and, and I look at it like your body is doing the same thing. It's in there pulling these big, heavy, uh, you know, these levers and, and getting your body to start shutting down. And it requires a ton of nutrients, minerals, 
vitamins, essential fatty acids to make sure that that process can happen effectively. And so first and foremost, if you find that you cannot fall asleep, that is an indicator that your mineral levels are low and specifically calcium and magnesium. And these are also the same ones that if you're the person that crawls in bed and not only are you dealing with mind racing or you feel like your mind is a little angst from the day or a little anxious still from, you know, a heavy workload mentally throughout the day and your, uh, uh, and your body's aching, Mentran uh, from Standard Process has been an all-time favorite. And there's really not a lot in this product. It's literally calcium, iodine, and magnesium. But interesting, the, the way this thing is formulated comes from primarily alfalfa, and, and what it does is it has the ability within minutes to start calming those levers down so that your body can mentally calm down. Your achiness in your muscles will uh, de-escalate, and you'll start feeling that natural like decline like you're ready for a night of sleep. And I, I can't tell you how many times my children um, will take Mentran, or they'll come downstairs, hey, I can't sleep. I've been up for an hour. Um, they'll come take two, three Mentran, and they're out in seven minutes or less. Um, one of my employees, she goes, I have a, a young pup, and and normally at you know, 9, 30, 10 o'clock, the, the pup's still running around like a chicken with his head cut off, <laughs> and was rambunctious as all get out. And so I've been trying something for the last couple of days. I gave him some Mentran. And guess what? Did it work? It worked. <laughs> and, and so she's got pictures of a, her dog laid out on its back completely and utterly in a rest state. Like when you see a baby or a human or an animal completely laid back, uh, mouth open uh, and, and full body chested and, um, you know, uh, uh, exposed, they're in a completely sedated rest state where their body feels safe. And it feels, you know, complete and in a situation where it can do that. She goes, I, I can't I can't believe it. Like I knocked my dog out. So uh, there's a question that came in. So we know that you can give it to your pet. But this is a question is from Vanessa. She said, what's the minimum age? And I'm guessing for humans, the minimum, minimum age for for Mintran. Yeah. So um, it, th- this is as young as you can get it in them. So I've had Mintran uh, that I'll, I'll crush up. Actually, I use a different product for the babies, like like infants. Mm-hmm. Is I'll put coral because it is uh, a, it's just more of already a pre-digested powder, and you can just like literally take a little dab on your finger. Um, and I'm talking like an eighth of a teaspoon. I'm just a little bit on your finger. Rub it in the cheeks of your ba- infant, and you'll and it'll just dissolve right into the mucous membranes, and you'll see them start to daze. But you got to remember, n- newborns are also very very active in the womb during the night cycle. Uh, that's when they're a, a, typically more active. So they're also the reason newborns don't typically sleep through the night is because you're retraining over their first 90 days of life, um, their sleep cycle to 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 sleep when the the sun goes down and to be awake when the sun comes up. And babies sleep so much anyway during the day um, that they have moments throughout the day and during the night where they, their little uh, minds pop open and they get all you know bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and want to play, it just doesn't happen to fit inside of the social norms. So, But it doesn't mean that we don't want to support the sleep cycle because this can be used as absolutely, good question, a training tool 
to get the body to rest during the resting hours and be awake during the waking hours. But never be upset if your baby is awake at nighttime because their body is acclimating, especially during the first you know, 90 days to six months of life. Um, their, their system it no, doesn't know anything different. I mean, that's, and, and we have to be as parents, um, you know, I guess alert or astute to the idea that, oh, well, they, like, yeah, that makes sense. Their, their body is still acclimating. But the other thing with newborns is their body is constantly, I mean, rapidly developing neurologically. Bones are developing and elongating. I mean, at, I mean, this is why, like, you, you miss the, the newborn window uh, by two weeks, and, and there's so much growth that happens in that first two weeks. And so think of the amount of minerals and nutrients required to get that process to happen. Think of the amount of organ systems that require and demand nutrition to get that system firing and working like it's supposed to. And that's why typically you'll see moms go into postpartum um, uh, post-delivery because they are giving all their nutrients to their baby when it's in the womb. And then the baby uh, comes out of the womb and the mom's giving all their nutrients through breast milk to the baby. And now mom's also trying to figure out how to balance life and feed the baby and, and, and. And homeschool. And homeschool with coronavirus, yep. Yeah. And so you've got to make sure that your mineral levels are up so that you're giving quality breast milk and you just put a little pinch in their in their cheeks and it works great. And so you can give it to them as early as infancy. I mean, as soon as they pop out the womb, you can start like applying it to their cheeks and it will, uh, it, it'll be just fine. No, so this popped in my head. This is a comment from Ashley. Uh, good morning, Ashley, and thank you for, for making a comment. And feel free to ask questions. If you're watching on Facebook, there's a stream. If you're listening in your car or on your KHEA radio app, you can go to Facebook as well, search KHEA radio. We're live streaming so you can be interactive as well. Um, Ashley said that she gives it to her dogs. She gives Mintran to her dogs every day. It helps them chill out. Yeah. And it, I thought that's that's cool, but the first thing that popped in my head was I wonder if her do- like she says I give it to my dogs, but her dogs are like, Ashley needs to take her Mintran. It's like the other thing. Like that's just the first part of me. Like we need to get our human, our, our yeah, Mintran, so they'll kind of chill out. That's right. And <laughs> and who knows? That's very um, true. And I would say that it, this can also be people go, well, why would you be giving it? You know, uh, I mean, can you give this to other your kid any other time, or to you, can you take it any other time during the day? I use Mintran for a multitude of things. So because if you're the person, so we just talked, we're talking about sleep, okay? So Living Well mm-hmm. Clinical Nutrition Center of Sleep is, is like, I, I work on so much sleep people because if you aren't sleeping, you're not healing. If you're not healing, you're not going to move forward in your healthcare program well. You're going to age at what we call an accelerated state of aging as opposed to a graceful state of aging. And everybody wants to age gracefully. Nobody wants to age accelerated style you know this one day it's, yeah, it's just look like, in the ah! mirror and it's like oh my gosh we don't nobody wants that right. so sleep is your anti-aging pill by the way so and they have done statistics that when you're taking you know xanax valium um you're taking different you know narcotics to help your body sleep it is um not effective it dysregulates down regulates your hypothalamus it it causes um more more neurological stress, liver stress, and kidney stress, biochemical stress, than it does give you a quality night of sleep. Most of the time, because you you offset the hypothalamus, you um, you you cause the hypothalamus to not do its glymphatic cleansing. You don't get the upstream neurological efficiency to 
process yesterday's knowledge base into long-term storage so that you can learn better um, what you, you were studying yesterday. And so when you take narcotics to go to sleep, you are not getting the night of sleep you think you are. Most people go, well, I mean, I dream. Yes, but just because you dream and know about it doesn't mean that you're supposed to know about it. Dreaming is happening in all of us. When we hit certain stages of sleep, our body absolutely, there is dreaming happening. However, if you know that you are watching movie reels throughout the night, that is an indicator that your body is not in a deep enough sleep state. It could be because alcohol. It could be because of narcotics. It could be because of uh, chemical toxicity on your body that is burdening your body's most efficient er organ during the 1 to 3 a.m. hour, which is your liver, from doing its job. And so if you find yourself waking up at night to pee, you find yourself hot during the night, especially between 1 and 3. Most um, peri- and postmenopausal women deal with hot flashing and or night sweats during the 1 to 3 hours. That is an indicator that the liver is malfunctioning and the liver needs a lot of detoxification. So you can use your cues and sleep and tell uh, your clinician here at Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center what's going on, and we will be able to kind of help guide you through what that means to interpret your 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 sleep uh, hygiene and determine where we need to apply you know the 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 Living Well wisdom to help you get better sleep and to get the more out of your sleep. You need sleep in order to be healthy. They have done studies where people have gone. 10 days, 11 days, 13 days without sleep, and people suffer drastically. Inside of um, an eight-day-plus period of being sleep-deprived, staying up every, every hour on the hour during that time frame, they have diagnosed all the same signs as Alzheimer's uh, disease, which is a memory dementia uh, at an accelerated level, and uh, people as young as uh, 17, 18, and 19 years old. So sleep absolutely is imperative. And it's interesting. They could, they've also done studies where they put people in dark caves with no exposure to sunlight and watch their body, you know, interact with its own circadian rhythm. And the body formulates its own circadian rhythm. And it will be awake for a, a time throughout the day. And then it will shut down for a time throughout the day. And that's what's so mind-boggling about sleep is that as much as we know about it, we don't truly understand why it happens like why do we need sleep well when your brain goes to when you go to sleep your brain is most active by about 20 times the rate of activity during the day that it is when it's asleep when you're asleep you're it's a legal insanity moment for about six to eight hours where a person can safely be legally insane there's so much activity bouncing around in your noggin while you're in a deep sleep state and it is imperative that's where brain gets its bath. That's where the brain processes yesterday's information into long-term storage for fresh uh, total natural recall today and tomorrow and the next day so that you can create good thinking skills and strategies so that you can continue to meander forward. Um, and so if you find yourself unable to fall asleep, that's a mineral problem. If you're unable to stay asleep, it could either be a toxicity problem or it's an adrenal problem. And so that means a, a little bit of a hormonal issue where you have too much cortisol ramped up or adrenaline ramped up in the body that's causing your body to wake up uh, during the night 
due to a spike in cortisol, aka a spike in blood sugar. So it's just it, it, this pathway. To, and, and some people, if you are a person that wakes up in the morning and your blood sugar is high, like one, even as lo- low as but high as 105 in the morning or uh, 115, eight, 118 in the uh, morning, but you felt like you slept good, your blood sugar still crashed during the night and you got that surge of cortisol from your adrenal glands, sugar came up right after it, and that's and it hasn't had time to downregulate by the time uh, your morning finger poke comes in, and that's why you'll see blood sugar levels uh, be a little bit higher in the morning after sleep, and you're thinking, well, I think I slept good, but you know, you're not sure. Mm-hmm. Dr. Chapa, there was a question that came in. They want to know how they can get some Mintran. Is that something that you can get from your website or you yeah, have to so, call or what? Uh, so any of these products we're going to talk about today, uh, I have Tranquil up here, Sleep Force, Rest Force. Um, we've got all kinds of different you know protocols to help people um, work with the sleep pa- pathway. But give us a call, 281-554-8600. Good news for the month of May. Uh, one of the things that the Lord put on our heart was to... Um, uh, to help, you know, with this whole pa- pandemic that people have been going through and and helping uh, uh, people that have been out of the job for the last, um, I guess, what, almost eight weeks now, is uh, we have a 20% off uh, all of our products in the office. It's absolutely, uh, un- you're, you're never going to uh, <laughs> um, find the quality of nutrients at the price that we're offering. And, and we're doing that because we want to help our community. We want people to stick to their nutrition programs because nutrition is, guys, by far the fundamental backbone that drives your health forward or causes it to crash into the, uh, into the tank. And so, you know, give us a call, 281-554-8600, and, and take advantage of that. But, yeah, we have uh, big bottles and small bottles of Mintran, and it's literally easy, you know, and it works more often than it doesn't. But typically, you got to realize, you know, when stuff uh, doesn't work. So, like during the day, I have people that are so ramped up, Guardy, that they cannot stay asleep, even if I give them two or three Mintran at nighttime. And what I have to do is I have to start giving them Mintran during the day to get their body to come in for a landing at nighttime. Wow. I mean, mm-hmm. and and so we do different testing at Living Well where we will look at adrenal profiles and we will see people's cortisol curves be so high at five o'clock by, you know, nine o'clock, 10 o'clock when they should be winding down. They're like still like on the up and up, you know, and and people go, oh, yeah, those are the night owl people. No, I mean, yes, there are if they did a study and they have. And they took 10 people and two of the 10 would be what you would call the extreme chronotography of night owl. They would, um, they would literally be waking up at eight o'clock p.m., not going, wanting to go to bed until you know one, two, three, you know, in the morning, um, a.m. And and then, but those are the extremes. Of the ten, one would be an extreme morning person where they go to bed early uh, and they wake up really early, and and they and 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 so all the rest of the people, the other seven, are somewhere in between. They're going to be in that, you know, not extreme night owl, but they're not extreme morning. They're just kind of like the standard, you know, process, uh, standard, you know, uh, sleep cycle that people deal with. And learning how to, the way I figured this out is I stopped using an alarm clock and I go, okay, I'm going to see how many hours. I Normally you start playing these games where you have, you don't have to wake up the next morning. But like 
Saturday morning, for example, you go, okay, I'm going to wake up at, I'm going to plan to wake up at eight. So you back up, you know, uh, uh, seven and a half hours and just, and, and, you, and you go back to seven and a half hours prior to your, your, uh, your eight o'clock wake up time and you go to bed. So, you know, if you go to bed at midnight and you're looking at seven and a half hours, you should theoretically wake up at what time? 7.30, right? So that's your seven and a half hour window. So it, it, you, would, you would play this game and see, oh, will my body wake up in a seven and a half hour window? What you might find if you go to bed uh, and you start saying, okay, you do, start doing this a time or two and you start realizing, okay, it seems like my body's running a six hour window or a seven and a half hour window or uh, and, and I have some patients that even need eight and eight and a half hours. I think the longer a person needs sleep, and this isn't always, this isn't an absolute, but I find that when a person seems to need a lot of sleep, they have a lot of adrenal distress. Their body is, if you will, you know, um, pr- traumatically stressed out all the time. Biochemically stressed out, there are biochemical stresses that cause our body to malfunction and to not be able to get into a deep sleep state, stay in a deep sleep state, and get everything it needs to get done. And these are the people that wake up feeling more tired in the morning than when they went to bed. I mean, has that ever happened to anybody? That sounds familiar. I know it has happened before, um, and you hear that all the time. It's like I woke up and I'm still, I'm still tired. I feel yeah. like I got nothing. And, uh, and, and, and if you are a person that wakes up more tired in the morning, that's an indicator that your liver your gallbladder did not do a very well, a good job cleaning house during the night. I always look at it, attribute it to a house cleaning service coming in and cleaning. But you wake up in the morning, it's like stuff's dusty, the toilets hadn't even been flushed, and you're thinking, "What the heck am I paying these guys for?" You know, mm-hmm. and 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 that is your liver and gallbladder in uh, unable to keep up with the workload of the night, and they stressed out the the, the kidneys, they stressed out the lymphatics. So str- the sleep actually was a stress. In the fact that it wasn't restorative sleep, it was a challenge to get into that sleep state, stay there for any length of time, and you wake up feeling like, man, I, I could use about 18 more hours of that stuff uh, and hope that that solves the problem. And I have some patience. I mean, I hope a lot of people um, t- realize that you can catch up on sleep and you sometimes need to. Like sometimes chasing the schedule and keeping up with all the responsibilities that adulting throws at us in the modern 2020 age, we find that we have to uh, slow down enough and realize that we need sleep. It's an absolute imperative must. And so you've got to give your body opportunity to sleep. So, you know, most people operate on a six, a seven and a half, or a nine-hour sleep cycle, and that's about an hour and a half intervals, and those hour and a half intervals will allow uh, your body to to maximize a sleep state, and you will find a pattern. Everybody's got a pattern, I promise you. And so mine is absolutely a six-hour sleep uh, cycle. I mean, I can go to, uh, uh, but I but I love it when I can get my body to go into a seven and a half-hour sleep cycle. And the way that I created that is my body operates on the sun. <laughs> if if the sun ray pokes me in the arm, um, not uh, I, I'm I'm waking up. So one of the things that we did is we have we created a cave at nighttime. We have blackout curtains that come over the uh, the windows. I have an eye mask um, that helps to cover you know uh, and sedate my eyes from seeing any light at all. I've even gone around the room and I've covered uh, any dots 
that come from fire detectors, TVs, VCRs, mm-hmm. um, uh, or little plug-and-play um, power strips that have lighting on it. I find anything that can produce light, and I make sure all those things are deactivated so that my body is um, in my, my cave, my sleep hygiene has a better chance to put me into a deep sleep state. I think it's absolutely imperative and necessary for that to happen. And I think that um, pe- people don't realize that you can control the environment and you can help your body. Use the mask. Get, uh, use the noise machines. And, and, but all these things are designed to put enough uh, stimulation into your body that overwhelms it so it can go into a sleep state. But you can easily do that with minerals. You can do that with noisemakers. You can do that with uh, eye masks. You can do that making the room colder. Um, and and uh, if you're and and then paying attention to your sleep style, take notes. Do you have a problem falling asleep? How long does it take you to fall asleep? What is it that's going on? Are you just thinking, 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 thinking? Is it that you wake up three hours later? Do you wake up every hour on the hour to go pee? And, and you start watching these patterns, and we can help you interpret what those patterns mean and help you see where you can intervene at bedtime and during the night, because. We have patients that are so sleep deprived that we literally have to dose them when they wake up in the middle of the night to get them to go back into a sleep state. And we do that, you know, two, three, four months. And then finally their body goes, oh, that's what's supposed to happen during the sleep cycle. I'm supposed to stay asleep. And, 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 abso- and then over time it starts to happen. They start catching up on that quality sleep. Then they start getting better sleep. And then their body starts repairing and recovering. It starts it literally doing all the old paperwork that it's been trying to do for months. And then all of a sudden, they start seeing weight loss happen. They start seeing their programs and nutrition plans work better. They start seeing their ailments be less and less and far and few between. They start seeing that their um, emotional status is more stable. They're able to deal with life's challenges more effectively. And, I mean, if I could have a, a, a petition, I, I, want, I want to go back to having a, uh, you know, an hour nap during the day. You know, NASA's done studies, just a 20-minute nap increases productivity by four hours throughout your day. And I'm like, whoa. (laughs) And then I've read all these brain books and and sleep books that talk about that the best ideas come during sleep. And so, like, whenever you go and and you've got a big thing that you're thinking about and pondering and working through, if you take a 20-minute, 30-minute hour nap um, or just go to sleep at nighttime, you'll oftentimes wake up and the ideal, the solution will hit you like a ton of bricks and you go, whoa, that's it. I got it, you know, and then you start applying that forward and you start seeing that you can come, you know, uh, to understand how things are working for you. Yeah, sometimes I'll have good or what I think are good ideas and I'll write them down or I'll text them even if I know that person's not going to get it or I'll just put it in a note because I don't want to forget it. And then I look at it in the morning, like, was this really a good idea? But it is interesting how those things kind of come to you, like right when you're on the verge of sleep, and it's like, oh, I got to do this, And that's not wake myself up. important thing is, I don't know that I would grab my cell phone and do that. With the lights. But yeah. Exactly, because the blue light that comes from the cell phones and or TVs and or stuff, um, those are disruptive to the melanocytes in your skin cells and your eyes. Yeah. And uh, but there, a notepad works great. There's something called night shift mode. I don't know if it takes out some of those lights or it makes does. them, but it, it kind of makes it look a little bit different. And on this cell phone, I had it, and like two cell phones ago, and I, I did it as well. But you can tell mine set at nine o'clock, and it stops at seven a.m. So at nine o'clock, it kind of goes into more reds or something. Right, right, right. 
and and that that's an important piece of the game that you want to be uh, leveraging technology features to downregulate some of those um, uh, some of the effects that blue light has on us. Mm-hmm. And but man, remember a pen and paper and a notepad, just scribble it down. And, and, and a lot of times just emptying your mind at night, journaling at nighttime does a lot of good because what's interesting is uh, the pen is the crowbar to the mind. So if you want to tap some of those emotional you know, buttons that you've got flowing through you that are hitting you and you can't let go of, write it down. There's two nice things that happen. One, You've got it written down so your mind is at ease knowing that the ideas, the concerns, the angst is all uh, laid, you know, put to rest. It's on paper. You're not going to forget it. Uh, secondly is when a lot of the things that we have floating around in our mind as an emotional status of stress, when we write it down, we have an, uh, an opportunity to like, like your brain and pen won't lie. Like unless you're just a flat out liar and you're going to lie to yourself you could be madder than a wet hen and you write out the story and you start to and then you go back and read it and you're like why am i upset with that mm-hmm. because our emotional state is so vivid and our emotional picturing is so amazing to create our computer in our head is so good at creating falsehoods out of nothing mountains out of molehills uh, when you put it to paper you start to realize that man, that really wasn't that big of a deal. And you're like, I can totally deal with that in the morning. And because it's not worth me losing a night of sleep over. It's not worth me taking a narcotic and getting 10 extra minutes of sleep. That's poor quality sleep because I completely, you know, bombed my hypothalamus gland, which lives in your brain. And also it's it's at the end of the day. So you think about it, you're, you're built up on other things. You know, there's little things that kind of got you to that point, And then there's something that's probably not that big a deal. But that compiled stacked on top of all the little things that happened and it's 11 o'clock at night or wherever time it is trying to get the kids to bed it's a stressful life it can be it can be it almost seems like man i just have to do this it's like no just take a deep breath write it down deal with it in the morning you know and and so these are just different ideas to help people you know leverage sleep to their advantage and then of course i never and people you know say oh you, you you lean too heavily on you know product and things like that and i'm like yeah you're right but I also sleep really good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and I have an answer for if my body is waking up. Like if, t- if last night I woke up twice to pee during the night, for example. Tonight, I'm doing something about it. You know what I mean? Because I don't have time to miss minutes, hours, or moments of sleep where my body's supposed to be doing something specific. But yet I'm having to get up and go do a function that should be able to wait. And people go, well, but I did have a glass of water before bed. You should be so efficient. Your liver, your kidneys, your lymphatic should be so efficient during the night that you should be able to drink 12, 16 ounces of water right at bedtime and then go right to sleep and wake up in the morning and be ready to go pee. I mean, it shouldn't be every hour on the hour. People go, oh, yeah, right, I could never do that. Um, I, if, I, if I had a 16-ounce glass, I'd be up every 30 minutes. And if that's you... You have to remember that is a tail too, and that's an indicator light that nature's solution to pollution is delusion, and that is an indicator that your body is toxic, and you just put in fresh water, so you diluted your concentrated toxic load, and when you dilute that concentrated toxic load, your body releases toxins more effectively because you have put fresh fluid in to dilute it, and your body's like, whew, I got an opportunity. I can pail some of this bad water out because I got some fresh water coming. 
and your body is resourceful like that. The problem with it is, is it happens during your sleep cycle. That is not what we want. So typically, if you find yourself in the beginning and of our nutritional programs and we're working with you on your lymphatics and your liver and getting those systems to work better, you may need to cut water off at 5 p.m. and sip on it and you know until bedtime. And but you got to get eight, 98% of your water intake in by 5 p.m. You got to give yourself enough hours to kind of like deplete a little bit so that you can go into that sleep state. But man, take some AF beta food, help your body go into a rest state, take and give that liver some support. Because if you're waking up at night to pee uh, or ever to have a bowel movement, that should never happen. Um, that is an indicator that your uh, liver and gallbladder are really, really struggling to keep up with its workload. I got a couple questions. Um, right now it is 946. This is KHEARadio.com, 99.5 FM. It's Kickstart. My name's Gardy. I'm talking to Dr. Aaron Chapa with Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center. So my first question is these supplements. You, you mentioned, hey, people might say, hey, you lean on a lot of different supplements to get you to sleep. And your answer was, well, I sleep really good. What would happen if you missed a day or two days or you didn't have access or you ran out or, or something yeah. happened? What would happen? So at the, at this point, really, I miss uh, nighttime supplements uh, quite a lot because I don't really need them. Uh, my body sleeps well through the night. Sleeping is not an is not a chopper problem, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and so, but I've taken enough of these supplements over the years that I have a what I would call uh, a, a, an investment account, a resource account, a bank account of nutrients that my body can pull from to make sure that they. The sleep bank of Chapa is always supplied so that Chapa can fall asleep, and and so uh, I find that when I've had a big busy day in the sun or I've had a heavy uh, workload mentally stressed day and I've been on my feet all day long, I notice those are the days I take you know one or two Mintran at bedtime, and it knocks you know me. I mean I'm literally 15 minutes I'm gone, you know, and um, and 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 but if I don't have uh, these resources and uh, oftentimes I mean I'm okay but man if I didn't have these resources and I had those problems I would hope that I would have something like you know I would reach for essential oils and I've rubbed essential oils on my calves before because they were achy and throbby because I was you know doing a lot of sun work and garden work and lifting work and footwork throughout the day and I'd rub peppermint or lavender on my calves and it's, it brings blood flow to that target tissue and can get nutrients down there a, another way. And it's all a nutrient problem. I mean, any type of, you know, uh, mental angst or uh, inability to fall asleep or stay asleep is nine times out of ten a nutritional deficiency. <laughs> I mean, it's rarely anything else. Now, hazard, even whenever it's a stressful issue, you understand? Like, if let's say I have a, a big, big emotional day tomorrow. I know tomorrow's just going to be the craziest, most stressful day of my life. And uh, maybe it's your wedding day. Maybe it's, um, you know, finals day. Maybe it's you're getting your grades back, you know, tomorrow. Uh, whatever the emotion is. Maybe you're going to find out if you got the new job tomorrow. And you're just really, you know, you have all these concerns and worries built up and you don't sleep well. Those are the nights, too, when you have a lot on your plate um, that is acute, you can use minerals, God's tranquilizers, to help calm your body down. But now, I just brought up an interesting uh, thought. Does that mean that if I have just a day where I'm getting my, you know, butt kicked, so to speak, with 
different emotional issues and challenges, and it's just like I can't seem to make a good decision, and I'm just like, now I'm angry. Now I'm frustrated. Now I'm agitated. Now I'm irritable. Now I'm whatever, you know, the thing is, because everything I keep doing today, just I'm, I'm not doing good, uh, and I'm now feeling bad about myself, and I'm just down in the dumps, you know, depressed or uh, whatever. It can be any of those extremes. Minerals will change your space. So you could take two Mintran, two Neviton, and you could literally change the dynamics of your uh, mood during the afternoon hours. And that's an interesting thought, is most people don't realize that if you are having an emotional day, you could take two Mintran and you could get through that tough meeting so that you could get back home and and uh, deal with you know the, the stress later. And so I find that knowing when and how to use the tools allows you to get through your day better. And I'm sorry, there's just not enough minerals in our mineral diet uh, or in our uh, diets today that are giving us the ample supply of exotic minerals and or basic minerals to get jobs done that would normally be keeping you in a calm, cool, uh, collected state where you can function well. And then by the time you get to your sleep cycle, you're not sleeping, you know? Mm-hmm. You're, you're, now you've got two, three, four, five restful, restless nights, and now you've got a crick in your neck, your low back hurts, and now you're starting to get that all those like mem- memory issues. I mean, they've accredited um, that missing nights of sleep, more, you know, more than uh, 48 hours to that of being fully intoxicated with alcohol, and that it is as dangerous driving uh, big machinery, heavy loaded machinery, uh, behind closed doors. Or um, uh, uh, not getting sleep is like being drunk. Mm-hmm. I mean, b- bottom line, and, and it's, it's like you can't function well whenever um, you're not getting sleep. So we've got to talk about this stuff. It's also so, when you're hung, like when you're hungry. I think of those Snickers commercials. You're not yourself when you're sleepy. You're not yourself when you're hungry. Here, yeah. grab a nap and, a, and not and, a Snickers, but but yeah, grab a nutrition. S- grab a snack and a, <laughs> and a nap, and, and life will always be better. Yeah, and that's why. What do we do with our kids whenever they're irritable, cranky, and fussy? Put them. We, we put them down for a bit. Put them yeah. down for a bit, mm-hmm. and they wake up feeling you know refreshed and alive again. And it's because we turn their outgo button off, and we got their body to internalize and fix some of the problems inside, and it recharges their batteries, if you will. But I oftentimes find that that is too because they don't have enough minerals coming in for development and play. So their body's like choosing. Well, if he little Johnny keeps running circles in the backyard on the trampoline, he doesn't have enough minerals to elongate those bones or to deal with this bug that he's just exposed to or to deal with whatever stress he's dealing with. And then all of a sudden his little system is really uh, struggling to keep up with his daily workload. So now he's fussy. He's irritable. Does that make sense? Yeah. And we as adults, too, guys, let's not blame it on the kids. We, too, as adults, get fussy and irritable, too. I've watched uh, guys um, uh, spend a day in the sun, and they're cranky as they can be. And it's the sun, although is a wonder drug of goodness for us, we need it uh, daily, a lot of it. Um, it can also deplete us of nutrients because it upregulates so much metabolic activity in our body. And, and so we have to make sure that your vitamin, mineral, essential fatty acid levels are balanced. And that's what Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center does. We're looking at multiple functions and multiple facets, what we call the pillars of health, in your body to keep you strong, to help you live strong all the days of your life. That way, when 
things like the corona come through town. Your body ain't freaking out. Your body's seen this before. Your body is ready for this. This is what you've been preparing for. It's like Taco Tuesday and Cinco de Mayo clash, you know, clashing together and everybody going, hoorah. <laughs> and, and, uh, and I know that's what y'all are saying. And so, you know, uh, we haven't really talked about these other guys, but Tranquinol and Sleep Force are, are two of my other favorite ones to use. And sometimes I'll bridge these with the, um, the Mintran when, whenever it, things don't seem to work out. But I have all these in my arsenal because I, I kind of just leave them on my bedside and I just tinker with a little all of it because they all affect our brain a little differently. This one's just minerals. This one's just going to calm the brain. This one's going to work on uh, cortisol levels, uh, and and this is going to work. Uh, and this uh, this one's going to work on 5-HTP, which is going to help serotonin levels. And so each one of them have a different facet and function. And that's where the individuality comes in, because what works for you might not work for your neighbor, or what works for you might not work for your spouse. But we definitely know we got a solution, and that's the beauty of your chemistry being unique and it being as unique as the blueprint of fingerprint you have. And so knowing where your glitch is isn't necessarily where so-and-so's glitch is, so we have to treat you a little differently. We don't necessarily have cookie-cutter programs, but we can't argue with the fact that the body in, 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 at a base needs minerals, that the base needs essential fatty acids and vitamins in order to function optimally. So we always start with the simple stuff, and then we get to some of these more advanced things, and we start listening. Man, normally one or two Mintran you know, clock, you know, knocks somebody out, but, man, when you're taking four or five Mintran every seven minutes and you're like 35, you know, 21 minutes into a sleep and you've had like a, a handful of these things, there's something else. Like you're either bank of, of is so depleted that you can't stay asleep, uh, that you can't fall asleep, uh, or you have some other neurotransmitter resources that need to be pushed in a healthy way to get the body to uh, turn on that sleep state where you can get into it. You know, you said earlier that most issues with people falling asleep, having trouble, are coming from nutritional things. Um, I was going to ask you, and you can still answer this, what's more important, focusing on getting the right amount of sleep or focusing on fixing your nutrition? Or if you fix your nutrition, will your sleep kind of work itself out? Absolutely. I think if you, if you get your nutrition right, your blood sugar stable, because your nutrition is right, you're not putting in a bunch of toxins via your nutrition and your water intake, all, and your body will start to regulate a lot of these processes in and of itself. When you're on the roller coaster diet, what I call the ups and downs diet, and you're having to um, eat because you get shaky or irritable, mm -hmm. you get that hangry you know, meme uh, mm -hmm. sent to you. Snickers, you um, need the Snickers. And, and, you, and, you, or, and, you, and you know those commercials by heart. Those are indicators that your blood sugar is on the what we call ups and downs diet. It is fluctuating and you're feeling it and it's altering your mood, your thought process, the way you handle names, numbers, and words, and how you handle circumstances that come at you. It determines how long or how short your anger fuse is. And so wherever you're at on that bubble, when you, when you have nutrition as the base, when you have nutrition as the base, one of the things that happens is uh, your blood sugar is stable. Your liver has got the resources to, to clean uh, house more effectively. Your lymphatics are flowing. Your bowels are moving. And systems aren't clogged up, stuck, or congested in any way, shape, and form. There's no biochemical stress. 
when there's no biochemical stress, a lot of times like with females that are having a, a really time, a tough time with monthly cycles, I'll have them come in and I'll put them on a very specific diet and, uh, and literally I'll have them do that diet only on the days of the cycle and they will literally in three months time, they'll have perfect cycles. They won't even know it hit them. They'll be like, oh, it's cycle time and they have no cramps. They have no bloating. They have uh, their systems regulate out, and it's because we took the stress off of digestion because we got digestion so perfect on those days that their body can focus on the cycle at hand and get that process done. Because I mean, if you look at a female cycle, that is a form of surgery. There is you know bleeding happening, and there is you know tissue being torn apart, and there is you know blood vessels being ruptured, and there are things happening with the hormones that is a roller coaster ride for them. And so keeping that as smooth as possible is a possibility. And people go, man, I've never had that. Um, that might be true, but that doesn't necessarily mean that's normal. It's just it's common to the masses because most of us live on the standard American diet, uh, S-A-D, sad American diet. And when we eat too many carbohydrates, it clogs up our liver, it clogs up our bowel, it clogs up our lymphatics, it clogs up our brain. And our brain now can't communicate to our hormones, and we have challenges. When we over and consume refined sugars or additives or we lean on alcohol, it's just like alcohol is just like uh, using sedatives to put you to sleep at night. It, you're not getting a good night's sleep. You're actually polluting and toxifying the brain and uh, people that have testosterone issues, alcohol is like one of your number one ways to deplete test testosterone out of your body. And and so, you know, but who everybody, you know, has a you know nightcap it seems or wants one. And it's and we have to ask the question why. And it's because we don't have enough minerals to unwind us at the end of a day. I mean, it can't be that it like really tastes good, right? Unless we load it down with all the sugar. I mean, if you give if you if you ever seen a kid. Uh, you know, you know, sample some of that stuff the first time. They go, "Ooh, goodness gracious, why would?" And then you just get this like spitty sputter, and and nobody really enjoy it. It's like cigarettes. Yeah. You know, you have to like train yourself to to like it. And, yeah. and, and that's kind of an interesting thing. So I guess some people might say, "Yeah, but you got to train yourself to like vegetables too." Yes, this is true. Except Ooh. that vegetables do supply foundational minerals that your body must uh, use. Has someone need. used that argument with they you before? Have, of course they have. They come into the of office and they're like, they hey, you know, I'm going to tell you this. Your health would be better if you if you put the cigarettes down, you know, stop drinking alcohol. And yeah. <laughs> they use the argument of, of vegetables. Yep. Wow. And, 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 and I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm baffled at the uh, rationalization of bad behavior that we as humans come up with to uh, hold on to our vices and but i mean you know th that's the power of sin man i mean that's uh, isn't, that, isn't that true it's a smart argument it's like well i i can train my i don't know that's weird that i never heard that but I, i'm sure you've heard everything well I, I i truly think that in the garden of eden based on my interpretation <laughs> yeah. of of genesis uh -huh. and and remember i am not a bible scholar um so I'm just sure, a normal scholar. I, I'm just I'm <laughs> not a just a normal. Oh, oh, thank you, Guardy. That's so kind of you. Uh, <laughs> praise God for that. And I um, but I, I like I don't know all the different like you know Greek and Hebrew and understand all that stuff. But when I read through my New King James Version Bible um, or my English uh, Standard Version Bible, before the fall happened, the other than God making all seed bearing plants, 
uh, in the product in the making process, the seven days of creation, mm-hmm. he never references Adam and Eve to do anything other than to enjoy the fruit of the vine or the fruit of the tree, uh, except for the one, right, that he told us to stay away from. After the fall of man, um, interestingly enough, the after the fall of man, when the, the, the when sin came upon us and the curse happened, God said, I have cursed the ground, now I, and I've also cursed the womb. So now there's going to be pain for you, woman, in delivering babies. That means that the babies that were born Prior to the fall, they were painless, and women are thinking, huh? You know. And two, he then said, you, you, Adam, are going to have to toil and work the ground to get any value out of the plants that come from it. And it was the first time that he references the plants. And I go, huh, interesting. So it makes me think, and I want to believe, because who doesn't love, like, grilled pineapple or, like, just fresh fruit, you know? Like, could you imagine if all we had to do is just live on fresh fruit and and fruititarians? I think we are fruititarians in the garden uh, prior to the fall. And I think that after the fall, the first transition, by the way, have you, you ever thought about this? Um, the first, like, sin came into the world based on a decision of food, like to eat the apple. Or Tempta- not eat it was that. a temptation, yeah. Yeah. You know and what the else? stomach failed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whenever you were sharing that story, talk about, hey, you have to, you know, uh, work the soil, work the ground. And he took the ground and created man. And it almost it it makes me seem like you have to do that to your body. And before probably didn't. Like you said, we were fruitarians and it was just like, hey, this is what it is. And now you have to work at the ground. You got to work it yourself. So that way you can keep your health. I love that, Gardy. Nicely done, dude. (laughs) That's great. The revelation. Uh, Totally. Well, and, and, and so— Until we get the real Bible scholar, and it's like, you're wrong, Gardy. It, it might be true, but th- th- today is the uh, the Bible according to Gardy and Chop, so it, it worked out. On Taco Tuesday, yeah. on Cinco de Mayo. So, um, but, yeah, so, you know, the, the game is this. Like, how do we keep, uh, you know, working through these processes and help, you know, uh, people work their health program? Uh, is we stay engaged. We recognize that we all need help and understanding the physiology you you don't know what you don't know there's things out there that you guys listen to me know that i don't know and i'm cool with that because i want you to teach me i'm a a lifelong learner i continually look at my world as a laboratory of opportunity to keep experimenting and applying new ideas and new insights and new revelations and to take in new information in order to think better i want better thinking so that i can make better choices so that i can get better results and I can, and if I don't, if I'm get whatever results I'm getting, if I'm not happy with them, I'm the only one that can change them, right? Mm-hmm. And and I and the way you change them is making better choices. Well, if you don't know better choices to make, then you're going to be that prodigal, you know, um, insanity card, which is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting what different results, different results, yeah. and you can't do it. And so we have to recognize and, and, and see sleep is such a big player in um, how we live and how we stress and how we thrive. And, and, and at Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center, we're always after finding, you know, causal links in why people's bodies are breaking down. And if it isn't digestion, it's sleep. If it isn't sleep, it's something. You know, there's always an element people are dealing with. So I encourage you, if you have symptom patterns that you were not genetically born with, 
I encourage you to give us a call, 281-554-8600, and uh, uh, come be a part of our office. We have an amazing uh, opportunity this month just to you know to give back to our community, offering a special 20% off on all of our products uh, in order to just serve our community, help those stick to their nutrition program, help people that have always wanted to do nutrition programs get into a nutrition program. And I'm thankful, man. I'm thankful that we have the opportunity to, 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 to be in this position uh, to give and to serve and to and to help people um, work through the challenges. So make your appointment. Uh, come in. Let us help you. Let us guide you. Let us teach you what we know and share this stream. We want you to give uh, this information to your friends, your family, and loved ones because it helps us get our message out there. Because we truly believe that with all the education that we're doing at our office every month, we have like this month it's going to be on sleep and mental uh, uh, mental health. And um, it was supposed to be on how to travel on a healthy diet, but due to the lack of traveling going on at the moment, um, we had to change, you know, gears. And uh, thankfully, you know, we've got quite a bit of topics that we can pull from at any given moment. But we try to keep them kind of structured month to month so that people can really focus in and learn uh, the ideas that we're teaching on sleep or the ideas that we're teaching on stress or the ideas that we're teaching on allergies. And we just keep rolling through the seasons of life together we are in the trenches with you and that is again why we at living well clinical nutrition center decided to uh, uh, make you know uh, things happen and give everybody an opportunity to partake to, to partake and to be a part of the nutrition wellness program at living well i had a friend call me yesterday and said for about two hundred dollars round trip flight to florida five-star resort fancy you know as all get out he went and, and for less than two hundred bucks. That was the round trip flight and the hotel there for the weekend and back. It's it's insane. And that's uh, nuts. I, yeah, two hundred dollars. I heard they were ninety five. The airlines were like ninety five percent down at the moment. But it's all going to come back. You know, it, I mean, I, I truly think that the the American people are strong and that they uh, were resourceful. I mean, we'll figure. Well, I think enough people have woken up to the reality that you know. Um, God giveth and God taketh away, and um, and and we need to recognize at the end of the day He's also our provider. And there's been a spiritual enlightenment. There's been people just wake waking up to, you know, like the the realities of family. Like it's important, and um, and and all we can do, guys, is just keep praying for each other and serving each other and loving each other, and you know, uh, and extending that smile, sending that heart to heart, you know, connection. And getting real in the trenches with folks and and working with people like not abandoning our fellow man and i think uh that one of the be- things that i've learned more than anything is, is how much i need the community like i need people and uh, i think a lot of people whether they believe they need people or not they need people mm-hmm. this is khea radio 99.5 fm coming up next is planet shakers the anthem all right hey y'all be blessed have a good day again share this out if you haven't yet and uh, then let us know if you're going to be watching next Tuesday. What's the topic next Tuesday, Dr. Chapo? Well, we're going to stick to sleep for the uh, month of, of – uh, we're going to stick to sleep to some degree in mental uh, – uh, so it'll be more on you know uh, mental health next week cool. uh, with probably a splash of you know, sleep patterns and whatnot in it. So we'll kind of just – I'll put something nice together, and then we'll ca- kind of keep digging. So if you all have questions, send them in. Send them to Gary. Send them to um, – uh, our office and uh, let us help you out let us answer those questions for you we'd love to have them and we'll we'll answer them here on the show